Welcome to the Days Past Tooncast. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. And Travis, about this yesterday's animation that we're about to talk about today, yes. all I have to say to you is, <laughs> right. you're welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love this show. I watched it so much as a kid. I would rent the tape from the vi- at video store, apparently like I did with everything in the world. Right. I have so many. You. Did it raise it you? It raised me big time. Okay. I watched it so much uh, like in the back guest room where we had the VCR player. Yeah, it wasn't anything weird, you <laughs> okay. weirdo. Gosh, your brain goes to the worst places. <laughs> so we're rolling on with Marvel, March Mad, or March Marvel Madness. Yeah. You, you can pretty much take any of those words in, in any order you USA. want. In Marvel Madness, yep. the Nintendo game. <laughs> and uh, we're still talking about Marvel Comics properties, and today we're talking about a cartoon that you may or may not have seen, and a character that you may or may not have even heard of. You've certainly heard the words in her name in various uh, iterations. Yeah. Um, woman is one of them. I hear that word pretty often. <laughs> yeah. And then spider is a, spider, another one. We we heard it in a prior episode yep. of this very podcast. And guess what? We're we're doing yet another first for the DPTC. We've been in the 80s. Yeah. We've been in the 90s. Yes, we have. And for this particular March Marvel Madness, we've already been in the 60s, too, with last week's Avengers podcast. Now, we're in the sweet 70s. Ooh, I had to think of an adjective for it. It's not swinging. <laughs> that was the 60s. Yeah. We're in the 70s. So we're, we're pretty much all the important decades of the 20th century mm-hmm. we've now covered. Yeah. We, in the 50s, get out of here. But... <laughs> 30s? No thanks. Well, we, we, we might have a Mickey Mouse coming your way, right? No? Uh, Steamboat Willie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Covered the very first episode of Mickey Mouse. I, I wouldn't be against it. It's anything yeah. black and white. Okay, but so we're in the 70s, and we're going to be talking today about a Marvel character who's very near and dear to my heart. Perhaps the... Um, the Farrah, Fa- the Farrah Fawcett oh. of the Marvel Universe <laughs> in our minds and hearts now. Because, yes. Travis, you've, you've been turned on this subject, haven't you? Yes, sir. Today, we are discussing... Look, up on the building, it's Spider-Woman. And this is Jessica Drew, who as a child, while visiting her father's laboratory, was bitten by a poisonous spider. Forced to try an untested spider serum, Dr. Drew not only saved his daughter's life, but unknowingly gave her incredible spider-like powers. Dedicated to fighting evil while weaving her web of justice, it's Spider-Woman. Horns aplenty, right? as usual. Yeah. <laughs> All of these Marvel shows are just full of horn sections, even more so than any other. Although, you know, the shows that we've watched that are horn heavy, yeah. many of them have been in partly Marvel productions, like G.I. Joe and Transformers. So yeah. I think Marvel just has horns in the blood. Orchestra? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of something there, too. I think you did the exact right thing with okay. what you said. You made the right choice, buddy. 
<laughs> yeah, we're talking about 1979 through 1980s Spider-Woman. And I'm going to give some background here in a second on this character because I know so many people who have not read comics before. That and I have a couple questions for you, Oh, too. I can't wait yeah. to answer them. We'll yeah. let those out first because they might be in my information. Okay. So. But uh, Spider-Woman was, uh, it just ran for one season, 16 episodes from 1979 to 1980. Sadly, I wish there was more to draw from. Uh, and we're talking today about episode 10, which is entitled Dracula's Revenge. Mm. And it uh, originally was broadcast on November 24th, 1979. Neither of us was born at that time, sadly. You and I. Right. Not, and no one listening to this podcast. No, maybe some people listen no to this podcast. Was no one was born yet. yet. Yeah, this is the Adam and the Eve of yeah. the, <laughs> the the genesis of the universe. Yeah, I watched this this uh, like they had all of these on probably two tapes at the store, and I just watched it over and over again. So when I turned this on, I, I pretty much remembered all the shit that happened on this show, even the lines and stuff like that. It was just it was in my blood, as we're saying. And it, this is like Thundercats is the cartoon and the conversation you and I had, Travis, back yeah. in October of last year is what so inspired us. Yeah, I know. It really feels like a long time ago. Yeah, it does. Uh, we, that's kind of what inspired this show to even occur. I would say that this cartoon is like the proto Days Past Tooncast inspiration. Because wow. I would just remember as a, as an adult, I would randomly remember this particular episode and how crazy it was and, <laughs> and just think like, that is insane. How did that ever get made? You know, like that sort of thing. Like I want, and I even showed it to some friends and we made fun of it. Yeah. So Travis, I'm sorry I cheated on you. I just don't have to come out with it now. No doubt. But man. I hadn't met you, you yet. I guess. Yeah. I guess, whatever. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Well, it hurts still. Well, fine. I'm not that sorry. Okay. Well, you better be. <laughs> you scared me. Okay, good. All right. So what are your questions about Spider-Woman? First off, I want to go and piggyback on your information here. Yeah, please. I found out that Spider-Woman uh, wasn't the first web woman out there. That's correct. Um, Filmation had yes. made a web woman, and, uh, and that prompted Marvel mm -hmm. to kind of get a copyright. And secure that that character, man. Mm -hmm. Which is another I man. Filmation just kind of drop. You know, they they they, they yeah. kind of drop passes all the time, man. It seems like they did. I mean, it didn't stop them from doing uh, Web Woman. Yeah, but it's like ultimately they wanted to do this thing called but, Web Woman. Yeah, but their Web Woman didn't become what you know what Spider Woman would ultimately or, has. Yeah. But ultimately, I mean, her success has been in the comics more than the because this cartoon only ran sixteen episodes. Right. Yeah, like and uh, Web Woman, I think was just like she was a part of the anthology Tarzan and the Super Seven or. Whatever it was. So she just had like a very small piece of that pie. Yeah, it's like what Stan Lee says of it because he was a part of the uh, creation of her and She Hulk around the same time. And what it was is that Marvel had these popular characters. It was in the 80s, or I guess the late 70s. And so Marvel was still going strong and they were doing some television stuff. Yeah. And basically said, People could just come up with characters that are taking, like, are just a male or female version, at least in name, of our characters and piggyback back off of our success. Piggybop. Piggy, piggybop. <laughs> piggybop. A new game. It's a, it's like How a Prince, I think that's a Prince song that's yeah. <laughs> lost to the annals of time. It's an outtake. Uh, and so he basically, like, so someone could come out with, you know, She Hulk or Spider Woman, yeah. and basically people would confuse it with something of ours. So we have to create these characters now to get ahead of it. And both of these characters in the comics, and She Hulk even more so, I mean, She Hulk has been like a major player since the late. <laughs> she, don't hate the player. Get the game. She's been a, a big part of the comics since the late 70s, since she was introduced. So they're really actually pretty good characters in the long run. They got created, but they were just created to secure a portion of the market, basically. Yeah. And that Spider-Woman got made into a cartoon. I still don't, I couldn't find that much background on this. I don't really know why she was chosen, except that Spider-anything, Spider-mania had hit the year, the world. <laughs> Spider-fever had literally... Arachnid enthusiasm. <laughs> had spread the globe. <laughs> it was caught in the jungle. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, but basically what I was getting at is, man, Filmation just like, they were ideas, man. You know what I they mean? Were. Like, they just were constantly pumping out content, and it's pretty, you know, They pretty were the, the Wild West Frontiersmen. <laughs> yeah, right. They were the Brave Stars. Yeah, they so were on, on to the questions yes, here, please. sir. Why do we not see Spider-Woman in, in our Avenger movies now? How come she's not a bigger part of... I mean, I was because man, it seems like a cool character. It, it seems like this should really take off. I mean, what the well, what's the dealio? I, I mean, that's uh, you know, frankly, I'm gonna have to say no comment. Okay, no, I, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I can pontificate. Like, I would say yeah, for starters, she as, as much as she's come to play a part in the Marvel universe, she was created in the late '70s. She appeared uh, in '77 in Marvel Spotlight, which was an anthology series. So you would have these series that just featured any number of new or old characters, and there was a way to introduce somebody and not have to start a whole new series and give them their own series before they were proven popular. She was created in 77 for this purpose. And then this show came out in 79. She didn't, she wasn't like a particularly popular character. It wasn't a bad, the the comic didn't sell badly, but it didn't last all that long. Like it was canceled in the early eighties and she kind of went out of, Mar- like she w- she didn't appear very much for very long. Her story got really convoluted really fast, as tends to happen, especially then with comic book characters. I'll tell you a little bit about some of the choice parts of her, the choice cuts of her origins as it's come out over the years. But she got brought back into the limelight in the early 2000s when a writer named Brian Michael Bendis basically took over the whole Avengers line right. in the comics and kind of revitalized it. And he was just a fan of hers from I probably watching this and reading the comic as a kid. And that's when she got to be a kind of a major force in the comics. She joined the Avengers. She had her own series. She had a motion comic. We talked about motion comics last yeah. uh, when we were talking about the Avengers. Yep. She was a, uh, the star of her own motion comic in 2009. And so she was getting more push. And again, like the name, it's like, it's super anything. Like there's a Supergirl, you know, uh, show on TV now. Well, probably people are just as likely to watch it because it says super in the title. Not to say it's not a good show, just that it brings like you're, you're a spinoff basically. Right. So, to answer your question, I don't know except that she is a convoluted character. To pare her down to a simple origin, it's not that it couldn't be done, but also, well, actually, here's an, here's a possible answer. Yeah. Until recently, Marvel didn't have the rights to Spider-Man. Fox had was making the Spider-Man movies. And so recently they made a deal before Disney bought Fox or whatever, where Marvel teamed up with, it was a Marvel team up. That's, <laughs> with, that's why I just read this. That's yeah. why they just had the 10 year anniversary of Marvel. Did they? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. They just recently had that. And I was, oh yeah. I was because like, Iron I was Man like, was released in two, yeah. 2008. I was like, what do you mean? That I mean, it started with Spider-Man, right? But yeah. Apparently no, it it's, didn't. It, that's yeah. So X-Men is the same thing. They're Fox. Yeah. And so, that's so, so Iron Man really started that whole. That yeah. Whole he's thing. the beginning of the continuity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Currently. Or no, I know. Wait, Oh, wait, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> so 2014. That's, that's 10 years. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. And uh, we talked about math well, math sucks. So th- I'm, I'm assuming that's part of it. But yeah. again, it's not like that character, even though she had her own little cartoon and she's fairly prominent in the comics as of the 2000s, if you were to say Spider-Woman to your average, like if you were to ask uh, your person off the street who's not a comic fan to list 10 comic book Random characters. person in the field. Yeah. They would not list Spider-Woman as a character. They would probably list the Joker and Catwoman well before they ever got to uh, this particular superhero. Only because they didn't, they didn't force her out there. I mean, I would have much rather seen 
a Spider-Woman uh, Marvel show yeah. versus an Ant-Man. I think they could have put Ant-Man and you know, I'm well, just I'm oh just no, saying. Travis, you have not seen these films yet. I haven't seen so them. So let's but I I get you. <laughs> I mean, she's another she, uh, she's another female character yeah. that who is a prominent character they could have put her out there. So who knows, now that they have Spider-Man in their under their, you know, Disney's <laughs> growing tent, their yeah. giant circus tent, how many elephants can they stuff in it? Well, 15 more. I guess they yeah, they're going to buy well they have Star Wars, they have Marvel, they have everything. Yeah. But so maybe that we will get a spider woman at some point but as it is that's i'm assuming that's part of it right there yeah. um An- uh, yeah. another question yes black widow yeah did they make black widow because that's a better character than the no. spider woman no black widow no, no connection there at all huh? none at all black widow was uh, well there was a black widow in the golden age of comics back during the 30s that was completely unrelated to the character we know now and then they used that name again in the 60s both uh hawkeye who we met in the avengers cartoon the guy yeah. with the, the man with the bow Ooh. uh he who's also in the avengers movies him and black widow were both created as villains first who appeared in the iron man comics and then they kind of went over to the good side so black widow it was created in the 60s and they just used that name because she's a femme fatale completely unrelated to any spider-man craps interesting yes any other questions no that's all i got okay okay so her story here is that as we heard in that intro with the great narration uh is that <laughs> she's so great at I like, know, telling they, the whole story right there at the beginning i love it because they get it i mean it's good they get it out of the way like there's no too. question if you don't well, know who she is only problem is you got to hear that every time you watch the cartoon true. look it's spider woman like they're so afraid of her. <laughs> um, so in this, like she got bit by a spider. Her dad, who's a scientist, here's immediately when I heard this this opening, I was like, did her dad really have to use the spider serum on her? <laughs> what were the circumstances? It seems like he was a scientist who had spider serum, and he was waiting for the opportunity to test, to it, test it out. out yeah. Even to the point where it seems like maybe he's waiting around. Like he's like, when's a fucking spider gonna bite my daughter? Yeah. He just releases a, a tarantula into the room. Is oh, I've got the solution. Well. <laughs> Hopefully it works. Hey, honey, bring me my readers, would you? They're right over there by that by that aquarium uh, <laughs> yeah, with exactly. the tarantula in it. Yeah, with the tarantula bait around yeah. it. And I'm not even. I cannot. If we if I was to talk about her origins in the comics throughout this entire episode, it would take longer than our typical episode. Jimmy, it's a lot of crap. Really? But basically, the way that the the highlights of it, her origin was. Uh, based around the idea that she was bit by a spider. Well, actually, no. Her very original origin is ridiculous. It was just that she was a spider that evolved into a human being. That was her original appearance. That was the story. That's about as <laughs> lazy. I know. Ridiculous and totally unrelatable. And anyway. I like it. They're like, hey, we got to get in the female market. Just here, d- do make, it. Make an evil being. Like the, this creature that we associate with evil become a woman overnight. Yeah. You know. Wow. Well, so the next time she showed up, they what we call a retcon meaning retroactive continuity which is to say that so much stuff i dude i know too much about comics i'm (laughs) trying to get it all out of me right here on this podcast this month retcon is where you say that story that happened before here's what really happened you're you're retroactively changing the continuity wow yeah and so they changed it not too long afterwards where that's just a memory implant put in your mind by the terrorist group we've been been dead all along exactly Uh, hydra who who play a major part in the marvel comics uh movies now hydra did that and you were brainwashed by Hydra and it just got way convoluted from there like she was a secret agent and that she was suspended cry- cryogenically after she had been bit by the spider I mean good lord man totally I, I, if I can't track it as a longtime reader of Marvel comics yeah. but the other highlights are that she of course died at some point then was brought back to life very soon afterwards she was a PI for a while didn't wear her costume and then she was finally brought back into the fold like full time in the early 2000s yeah. with the Avengers now during that time for her first like two years of appearing 
We did not know this, but she had actually been replaced by the evil queen of the alien scroll race. Varenki, I believe is how it's pronounced. So it turns out like the Spider Woman that got brought back into the fold all of a sudden is popular wasn't even Spider Woman. This is comic books, guys. This is what you're and missing. W- and what you're telling me now is not, is not even scratching the surface. Huh? There's more crap in there, I'm sure, dude. Wow. But I, I'm trying to give you the highlights of it, the, no, the like craziest it. stuff. Yeah. All right. So that brings us to Dracula's Revenge. <laughs> Dracula's Revenge. So this show takes like Spider-Man appears in the very first episode of this of this series. He's not in this. Otherwise, it's pretty much just set in its own universe. I don't remember there being any other Marvel characters, villains, or anything like that. Dracula appears. Yeah, she's starting off small with just the major hitters in history. (laughs) One of the most famous murderers. Vlad Dracul. You know, nothing big. Yeah. when she, In the comics, she did have, for a while there in the late 70s, early 80s, she did deal with the macabre and the weird a lot. So her facing down with horror greats does make sense. I think it's I think it's pretty cool. It's great. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. No, of course, there was some, they had to change some things to make it fit into this children's <laughs> show. But we'll, let's, let's save that for a minute. This show's an instant revisit. Yes. So she got bit by the spider. She's got these powers. Her powers are... She has a basic power set, and then it seems like, again, Transformers rules, she seems to just have whatever powers also are necessary for the moment. Right. One of her powers, she could fly. She could just straight up fly. Yeah. Like, she flies across <laughs> across the ocean numerous times in this, assumedly, and she with can some also- webs. With some she webs. She has a web that, armpit here. Yeah, she looks like a, um, a flying squirrel. She's like a French woman with webs for- <laughs> Yeah. And Spider-Man has those too, but he can't fly. That's just a part of his costume. Yeah. But she flies around and then also sticks to walls. That just seems like uh, superfluous. Why do you need to stick to walls if you can float? You know? Yeah, but, that's true. But she's she's got a cool power set. She's a, a good... What, what, Travis and I, are, I'm going to admit this for both of us. She's an attractive woman. Yes. She's a good looking... Very much so. Uh, raven-haired beauty. Mm-hmm. And that's allegedly. hopefully the last we'll talk about. Allegedly a woman <laughs> and allegedly a beauty. Alleged by both you and I. Yeah. We're bringing her to court over this. There we go. Tomorrow. A brunette bombshell. Yeah, exactly. And she's got a really cool costume. I like her costume a lot. And, and the thing is, she when she originally appeared, she had a full face mask that covered her whole head. And then they thought her hair was so striking that you got to let them businesses out. Yes. You got to cut that top off. Even though it's like you could just whip her around by the... This yeah. <laughs> back length hair, but you know, boys like a long if hair. If you can get past the venom blasters, you can't. You can't. She'll stop you. Yeah. yeah, she has venom blast. She has powers, man. Superpowers. Okay, so the only other setup you really need for this is that she works at Justice Magazine, which to me sounds like it's an extremist political publication. It's like a pamphlet more than a magazine. <laughs> like you know, and either side could be making claims as to whether it's Justice Mag. Like it could be alt right, it could be alt left. But somebody with a very large gun collection probably is subscribing to Justice Magazine. That and also a phone-in detail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> phone that bad boy yes. in. I like it. She works for this this thing. She's a reporter. And then she hangs out with her kid nephew, Billy. Yep. And what was the other guy's name? Jeff? Jeff. Okay, Jeff. Yep. Jeff, who's a photographer. Okay, we'll get to them in a little bit. Aunt Jessica. Yeah, this kid gets put in a lot of dangerous situations. She is not a very good aunt Not at all. But we don't open with any of those people. We open with two. Okay, I'm even confused on where we are. Me too. We're in. We're in basically the eastern. What was the eastern block? We're in Eastern Europe, which seems like the most dangerous place to be in the world to me. <laughs> like, especially if you're a young lady. <laughs> yeah, I know that, yeah. like statistically. But it just. I don't know about then. But it seems like a very bad place to go. Sorry, guys. Sorry to our listeners in Romania. But <laughs> they I, just. They just turned us off. <laughs> yeah, they clicked off their ham radios. Yeah. Um, we open up with these two guys who look like they're in the Almond Brothers, like they have big long beards and, and they're in suits and long hair, hats, 
thickest accents you could get. Yeah, kind of getting their grave robbing on. That's a what it looks bit. like. Yeah. But they're here for Dracula's tomb, as we're about to hear, because we the acting, dude, the voice acting choices, yeah. the accents are I love it. This is what I live for. It is great, man. But I don't know if they're in Romania. If they're in Transylvania, yes. or if they're in Grumania, which is a appears as a, a name on like a storefront later in the show. So I don't know if they made up their own country so they don't have to offend anybody with these accents. Or if or if that's just another name that got thrown out there. So any one of those, but we're clearly in Eastern Europe. And now we join our good friends in Eastern Europe, whichever mania they're in. <laughs> <laughs> Insania, uh, Romania. <laughs> Gustav and Victor. We're making a mistake, Gustav. Let's get out of this graveyard before it's too late. <laughs> Look, there it is. The crypt of Count Dracula. Gustav, we mustn't go any further. <laughs> we are tampering with something far too evil. Victor, there it is. We're rich. <laughs> People will pay millions of dollars to see the tomb of Count Dracula. It's him. Count Dracula. <laughs> Let's get out of here! At last, I'm free after 500 years. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. This is just the best. <laughs> this is, this is like, to me... This is one they of the all best got cartoons. The same kind of voice. Yes, they all they all sound like the Count from Sesame Street. <laughs> but even that children show Muppet it is a more subtle accent than what these guys are doing. Gustav and Victor, what I make up because these guys are just going and doing this, and clearly. Victor doesn't think it's a good idea anymore. He's very afraid. Just some lighthearted grave robin. Yeah, you know, no biggie. Yeah. <laughs> Victor, it seems like this is, they were drinking at the local tavern and they got drunk and said, like, you know what we should do, Victor? We should go and find Dracula's tomb? Yeah, man, this sounds very good. Let's do. And then they go do it and then they're sober and, and Victor's totally pussing out on the whole thing. He's like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I was just kind of, you know, I was kind of drunk at the time, you know, or whatever. It's because yeah. he totally, but then the other guy's bullying him into it. Gustav. <laughs> Gustav. They act like this is a major find. They're, the name Dracula is on the outside of the tomb. <laughs> this is just a normal graveyard. Yeah. And when you get inside, also his name is on the slab of concrete that his casket is sitting on. But I think they had, they had to dust a little bit of. Well, they did, but it's off. it's it's like etched into the side. <laughs> it's not something that was just added or not easily seen. I would say like it's not. I, I don't know where how this is hidden or anything. Like yeah. why haven't people been paying? millions to go watch you know to go see the place yeah it's it's on display like jim morrison yeah <laughs> yeah there's like wine Tomb. bottles outside of it from yeah. fans and everything right. well and so also we all know or i know having read many many supernatural books as a kid how you can't just like put vampire if you're done with this vampire and you want him gone you don't just put him back in the place where he sleeps you don't put him back into bed like a toddler you cut off his head you burn that and the body and you spread the ashes like over the four corners of the earth you don't just put him whole body we'll, into his tomb we'll run into that problem um all over this all over, tomb, you're right buddy we're, we're gonna be this is not the last tomb we're no. unearthing on this particular show <laughs> yeah everybody apparently monsters just wait or <laughs> just waiting wherever you last left them yeah. like the toy that you left in, <laughs> under in, the couch until you say hey Wake up, buddy. Yeah. It's time to go. Hey, hey, Dracula, you good in there? You ready to go? <laughs> Seriously, they're all just waiting around. Well, so, And that was Dracula we heard at the very end. After 500 years, which I read online, it was pointed out that Bram Stoker's Dracula was only set like in the 1800s. So it was not 500 years ago that all this stuff happened. I like so, it. That's not a detail that I can take credit for because I just didn't think of it. But and good hopefully point. detail that no kid 
um, would ever really, think of. Yeah, because yeah, well, you know, Dracula's just like, he's in like a tux. Like he's totally, you got to just accept him as he is pretty much. So he yeah. turns into a bat and he goes and confronts these poor whoever uh, Eastern Europeans and suddenly Spider-Woman is there. Out of no no explanation why she's in the country if yeah. she's been casing him for months like figuring out the Dracula. I mean, why? Actually, now that I think about it, if he's just now been unearthed, this is not something she should know. It's true. That is really dumb. Because well, her, her spider her spider senses. We do find out that she <laughs> apparently has Precognition and remote viewing are amongst her spider powers. Precognition. She can fly yep. and tell the future. Apparently, spiders are the most powerful beings on the earth. And like, be hot all at the same and, time. And firing beams. Yeah. I don't. I mean, don't you hate it when spiders fire beams at you? Dude, I hate the, it, bro. But she just appears, and she's like, not today, folks, or whatever. Like, she's real smarmy about it. But she makes it seem like, or they make it seem like, she's been on the, the Dracula case for a while, but he just now got... He's been out for two minutes. Weird. It is. And I believe I have a clip here of our first, uh, you and I's first uh, exposure to to Miss Jessica Drew, the Spider Woman herself, and her little interaction with Dracula. Here. Hey, we do clips here? We do clips here. Awesome. That's the new hashtag on this show. The new <laughs> clip, the new uh, name of the show is We Do Clips, so that Travis will remember that we do, in fact, do clips. <laughs> there is no escape. You too shall be my first victim. You'll have to deal with me first, you vagrant vampire. Blistering bat rays. That ghoul isn't fooling around. Vengeful vampires. That dreaded Dracula's at it again. Suffering spider changes. Rooting spider hair. Menacing mutations. Trembling tarantulas. No one can stop me from getting my revenge. On all of you mere mortals. So another of her spider powers is a spider alliteration. <laughs> I love apparently. it. Apparently, man, she's we really love that on here top at DPTC. It. By the way, oh, we, we are love, too. We love alliteration. It's been it's been in charge of the show. It's yes. our producer. Yeah. Is our alliteration. <laughs> it's apparently our booker. Hey, alliteration raised me. I know that you've told me. Okay, you've, 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 you wrote me a journal entry specifically, and then you handed me the paper, and you just listed all the things and people that have raised you. Yep, peanut butter sandwiches was on the list. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. just making sure. <laughs> Historical and accuracy. Corn. The band. The band. Yes. Um. So yeah, you hear she's got a nice little uh superhero voice. You know, she's very. She, does. she stands. You can just see her her hips on her hand or hips on her hands. That would be a very dangerous medical condition. Well, she can do that though. She apparently if the spider can do it, she can do yes. it. She got her hands on her hips and she just shows up and she's ready to go now to fight the jaundiced uh every vampire Dracula. is very is very sick <laughs> yeah. he looks very like he has gangrene Their or he's not working yeah they're having a, he's he's not drinking any water yeah. at all he has been in a tomb for apparently 500 years mm-hmm. i think it feels like 500 years to him okay when you're just laying in a stone slab yeah time kind of goes slowly i bet and by the way as we've learned from many villains yeah i bet there were tally marks on the inside of that that you tomb. Know it. Yeah, you absolutely. Know it. He's like, one, <laughs> one year. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, buddy. It. I did it and you I won't do it, it again. <laughs> out, of the, out of my system now. And so she chases Dracula away. Uh, and oh, 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 good Lord, we're skipping over something important. This is where we learn that in this particular world, vampires have a particular way of doing things, which is that they have all their usual powers. They can turn into bats. They can, they come out at night. And apparently they fire blasts from their hands yeah they fire lasers from their hands you know what i think that that our buddy skeletor 
co-produce this show because <laughs> there are so many rays and lasers. It is ridiculous. It is a Skeletor wet dream. I thought, this of, cartoon I thought of you quite a bit during it. There are so many different like blast <laughs> sounds and lasers and beams. Yeah. I thought there are, I, I'm pretty sure, more beams in this one episode than any of the He-Man episodes we've watched so far. Which it's silly. If you have not listened to those episodes, just know there's a lot of beams in them. Skeletor is beam happy. Yeah. Very trigger happy with the King beams. Of, King of rays. King of beams until Dracula came to town. Right. Oh, and think if Dracula and Skeletor were teaming up, that'd be pretty great. Not teaming up so much as like they're screwing each other over, but you, you get the idea. Yeah. But so Spider-Woman, I mean, it just seems this excuse that she has. She, she scares Dracula away and the two guys run off because they're just afraid, apparently. And Spider-Woman says, I better get back to America for a movie date. <laughs> Which seems like you don't, Spider-Man always has stuff to do, but I, and he has dates to get to, but it just strikes me as like, they did that because she's a woman in a way. It just seems wrong. Yeah, like, a little bit. And also she's in another country and she can fly and she doesn't seem to have taken a vehicle there. So she has to fly over the Atlantic, well, I don't know, either ocean, I guess, to get back to America for a movie date. That's a big fly. Yeah. And it's the last time I she mean, will be doing it. look back. I think I think other um, superheroes have definitely gotten back to have a date with another female. No, and no, stuff, you're absolutely you know? right. I guess you know what? Yeah. It just I'm more sensitive to it because it's like <laughs> I guess I, in my mind, yeah. I wouldn't be a good writer for the show because I'm like, no, she can't go on any dates. People will be offended. Like I'm too I'm too gun shy about having having. She's, she's trying to get back to her whiskey and cigarettes. Well, and apparently it's not even a date because she goes back. It's not a date in a romantic sense because yeah. it's just her buddy Jeff who's well, kind it could of be romantic unless she's into. Be, Oh God, <laughs> she's she's supposed to meet up with Jeff, her coworker, who's yep. really an asshole to her in a lot of ways, and her nephew Billy. Both of these guys do not treat her with the utmost respect. I would say they treat her like a child a lot mm -hmm. of the time. Um, but they're seeing the movie, and she returns the favor by by putting them putting in them in harm's way <laughs> situations. They they yeah they definitely. <laughs> you'll learn later just how dangerous it is to them. She gets back, and they are supposed to go see the movie Alien Spider. Now I did some research. Okay. Alien Spider does not exist as a movie to us today. No, 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 no. At all. And, no. But I'm, I'm not saying like there was a real movie that they were putting in the cartoon. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying no one has made this Ever movie done it? Well, called Alien Spider. And I think you and me should hop on that as soon as this, we're done with this podcast. We let's should, start writing some stuff down. We should definitely go um, like sit on the domain name at very least. <laughs> all the different versions of it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Alienspider.sex I think is open. S something. Yeah. Dot, dot gov. Yeah. <laughs> dot gov. <laughs> the alien. That's probably taken but it's a secret one. That's like under the radar. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to see this movie, Alien Spider, and the whole deal is, like, she acts like she—I mean, this is the humor, I guess, is that she's a spider woman, but she acts like she's kind of, like, scared of seeing a horror movie or whatever, right, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. treat her like a child, man. They're just like, D I don't think it's going to be that bad, Jessica. Jeez Louise. Like, you'll, you'll be able to handle it. <laughs> we get to hear a little bit of the movie in the background. It's pretty funny. Actually, yeah. it's a good bit. Like, yeah, you just hear a woman scream, oh my gosh, it's an alien, it's alien spider. <laughs> like, alien spider is like a name almost. Right, yeah. And then, you know, she's saying, oh, it's not that bad, but she gets this premonition. Speaking of spiders, and her spider sense is way better than Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man just gets a general sense that something's yeah, wrong. She has a crystal ball yeah. in her mind she just, just sees, doing it. Yeah. yeah, she sees halfway across the world something that's going bad. Yeah. I bet it's that Dracula again is up to no good. So she makes the excuse, I'm going to go get popcorn. She flies back across the world, 
seemingly of her own power again, to go back to whichever mania they're in. So she just made this flight. Yeah. Like, this is the worst gig ever that she's got. Like, I would leave it to whichever Romanian superheroes are out there first, see if they can handle it. Yeah. But she flies all the way across. She knows vampire. The Dracula's been out there. She didn't capture him. Right. Like, she didn't defeat him. So she's just, her excuse to not go after him further was, I have a movie date with my nephew and my coworker. Yeah, just, just to fly back, potentially. Minutes later, yeah. essentially. And so, and the excuse that she has, she knows she's not going to be back in time for the movie. If she's flying across the world, she's not going to be back in time. I don't, she just, she's kind of all over the place. She is. A little man. bit. But she is dedicated. I will say that because she's willing to fly probably three hours right. at the speeds that she flies all the way across the world. And we cut to. Smash oh, cut. Actually, wait. This, I had, I like, uh, The Simpsons is known for having these background gags. Like, you know, you would have to pause the thing to see what's written in the background. Oh, and there's yeah, usually yeah, jokes. Yeah, that you, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. so she's walking out as Jessica Drew. And by the way, there's a Superman joke because she's, she doesn't know, like, how, when she's going to have to change so her she costume. Hops in the telephone. And she dude. says, not really my, my gig or whatever. Right. Like, is that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a feeling you paused the, the show and, like, did that laugh. I did, because I couldn't hear what she was saying. I was laughing too hard. (laughs) No, I was actually pausing it to go back and see what the posters were around the theater, because she was leaving, and you could see that there... Okay, so there was one called Aloha. That was the name of the show, and it just had a crab on the poster. Okay, not bad. No, but the other one, a coming attraction, was just called Beings. (laughs) Just the most generic name. And then it had, like, barely images of what looked like just giant, like, people on it. A show called Beings... With giants, stone giants, maybe. Wow. Very lazy. Like yeah. somebody just at the last minute said, let's just poop out something on this because yeah. apparently it's a theater. Somebody forgot that they have movies to show. There wasn't <laughs> even something for, you could have just put Alien Spider on there. But I yeah. am interested in seeing beings. It, it, it'd be like starting a comic uh, book character with just her being a spider. <laughs> it would be right? a little be bit like, like that. that, maybe. <laughs> a little generic. Yeah. So she flies. Well, she's, meanwhile, she's flying back over to Mania mm-hmm. and we join. A Van Helsing. Yeah, Van Helsing. Uh, the, the latest in the line of the Van Helsing bloodline. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically just a rich pe- white people <laughs> dinner party yeah. in a giant castle. And they we join them. Let's listen to this about, clip. About $100 a plate, right? When oh, you at say least about- in a castle? Yeah. You kidding me? Yeah, 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 yeah. They had to make a lot of like <laughs> donations to the Van Helsing Fund, probably. <laughs> Whatever his choice. Let's hear a Ch- little childhood bit. Childhood cancer. Yes. Probably. Let's hear a little bit from this party. Dr. Van Helsing. Aren't you afraid of the curse Count Dracula put on your family when he was entombed 500 years ago? (laughs) Not at all. Look, it's Dracula! (laughs) Dracula's turned Van Helsing into a vampire! (laughs) It's your turn. That's a nice bat blast you've got there, Dracula. Let's see how it matches my venom blast. <laughs> Dracula's like, you talking shit about me? Well, dude, like Dracula is reappro like he's reclaiming his family home. Yeah. I'm I mean, who knows where he got it, but like they're really they really rubbed it in the face. <laughs> From a nice family. Yeah, exactly. Well, it reminded me of our our um theory about Skeletor in the Castle Grey School about like how maybe he used to live in it. Oh, yeah. And his family, <laughs> you know, and then they, they took it from him. Yeah. Like he's so pissing in the face of Dracula by being like, curse? What are you talking about? <laughs> not only do I not care about the curse, I moved in that fucker's home and I'm just living here for fun, like, and, and for 500 years or whatever it is, like, they're really asking for it, really, in my opinion. Really are, man. 
Yeah, they deserve the laser blasts that they get. So yeah, I left those sound effects in there just so you can hear what it sounds like when a person's changed into a vampire. That is how he changes people into vampires. He shoots them with beams from his hands. I love it. And I'm assuming this is because it's a children's show and they wanted to have people turn into vampires, but they didn't want to have people bitten in the neck. Because, you know, copycats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and... <laughs> And all the cartoon blood rolls. Yes, I guess so. So, yeah, you hear that, the guy at the the dinner table that's like, aren't you worried about this curse? I feel like he's really challenging Van Helsing, like, aren't you afraid of this? Like, yeah, he's really yeah. calling him out on it. <laughs> and, of course, then Dracula shows up. Oh, man, the acting is so great on this, like, the vampire. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Dracula. When Dracula himself, it seems like if you have this accent, you only have one way to yell. It's very, very still, like, ah! <laughs> the light <laughs> and Spider Woman, you, know, you, can't, you, you can't freak out. You can't no, freak out. You, with there's, that voice. there's a ceiling on how freaked out yeah. you can be for sure. <laughs> I love it, man. And it turns into kind of a scary idea. It turns into a vampire dinner party because he turns all of these people, and they're all old white people. <laughs> He's shooting them, and they all turn into vampires. And it's kind of like at first I was like, uh, well, that's funny because like, don't they have enough power already? Like, you know, it's just a bunch of rich people. Yeah. But then it's kind of a scary idea of like, this is the vampire Illuminati that's behind everything. Right. <laughs> the vampires that rule the world are just a bunch of old white vampires. <laughs> yeah. Dracula's brethren or whatever. So Spider-Woman basically just shoes Dracula away again. She, because, again, her excuse, I guess, for not going after him is like, I gotta get back to the movie theater. Yeah. All the way, three hours at least. I'm just throwing that number out, but three hours. I threw, I threw, I mean, because she gets back yeah. just in time for the movie to end. Yeah. So we're, we're dealing with two hours and ten minutes at tops. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? She, it's, it's, look, it's not a short ride. Yeah. So she knows that and <laughs> yeah. she she foregoes this important uh, like this growing issue of vampirism and Dracula being on the loose, she just shoes him away from people who have been turned into vampires. She just abandons them. They're vampires now. She does nothing to to change that or go after them. So afterwards, she leaves and all the vampires just turn into bats. They're now loose on the country too. Yep. She's she's really dropping the ball. In spider Ro- ball. In Romania, Bulgaria. Bul- Bulgaria. Yeah. Yeah, whatever mania. You, you pick your mania. It's an ad lib. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, it, of course, hey, it, it fits our purposes perfectly. It does. So I got to say it. thank you very much, Marvel, for this. So Spider-Woman, yeah, she gets, she just abandons what's going on there. She flies all the way back to America. And Jeff and Billy. Jeff and Billy come out, and they are being so shitty to her. They are. They are, they're talking about her like she's a four-year-old or yeah. a very, <laughs> a very sensitive, like, now you know how emotional and sensitive women are. You don't want to overdo it with them. I do have a clip to show us how sexist they're being towards her. But to spell it out, she comes back. They manage to come out of the movie just as she's coming out of the phone booth. And she says, that I've got a story, a lead, because she's a reporter, yeah. on Dracula being alive again. And he's loose in whatever country she says. Jeff says, that's crazy. Dracula doesn't exist. Yeah. You know, but apparently she works. The voice of reason. Yeah, kind of. She works for Justice Magazine, and apparently she just gets people calling her, telling her Dracula's alive again. Those were calls for the National Enquirer. You're not supposed to take those leads. (laughs) Like, you're supposed to ignore them. That's a prank. But apparently she's like, apparently her position at the magazine is high enough that she can just choose in the middle of the night, probably like a late Saturday night. Hey, somebody called me and told me that Dracula's on the loose again. Like, Bat Boys. I'm going after the lead. Yeah. Let's go take the helicopter, the company helicopter across the the ocean, and I'm going to take my kid nephew with me, even though this, if it does exist, is a dangerous situation. 
not responsible, Jessica. Not at all. You, I know you're a modern woman, and I respect you for it. Whatever yeah. modern was in 1979. But modern does not mean being <laughs> irresponsible with 12-year-old children, I would yeah. say. So What she should have done is just let let Jeff watch Billy and her go back to absolutely. Bulgaria, Romania town. However, we wouldn't get some of the, the dangers, the yeah. risks that we get that really bring her into the story. So I want us to hear... I want you, Travis. Yes. And I want me, Will. Okay, Will. And I want you, listener. Listener. To, is it better to call you listener or listeners? I say listener. Okay, listener it is. Hey, listener. <laughs> hey, Hello, listener. Hey there. Um, she, I want, we're going to hear real quick how crappy they are to her. I'll have to continue this vampire hunt later. Right now, I've got to get back to Jeff and Billy before they begin to miss Jessica. What a movie. I can't wait to tell Aunt Jessica about the part when the alien spider popped out of... Uh, listen, Billy, I don't think you should describe it to your Aunt Jessica. It's much too scary for her. <laughs> oh, my gosh! It's Count Dracula's tomb! I'll just take a look inside and find out. No way, Jessica. It's far too dangerous for a woman to go crawling around in a crypt. Uh, Billy and I will do it. Crypt crawling is a man's job. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> You've just been able to vote. Don't go yeah, in there. Yeah, I mean, for starters, if I was president, I would want someone else to go in instead of me. But he also claims that me and a child will do it. Yeah. And then on her, now that's their fault, and they're being crappy again to her. But then she says, she lets them, knowing that she has powers and that Dracula is real, yeah. she lets this this unpowered man, this like, you know, 70s bod photographer, and a 12-year-old boy go to Dracula's tomb, where she has recently been. While she's out there just arms crossed, ha- waiting hanging. Him. Hanging, and I like I like what she wears. By the way, I like oh, yeah, it's, it's like great. a purple vest and a pink shirt, but yeah. it's like she's wearing a suit. But then she's wearing a long skirt. They go in. Meanwhile, what's been going on mm-hmm. elsewhere? Yes, Dracula has some vampire goons of his. One of which I didn't. I had to look it up, like who he was, but I knew the the look. The one with like the hair parted in the middle that's in the swamp, unearthing this other tomb. I don't yeah. know if you noticed him. I was like, I know that look. It was supposed. To, it looks like Lon Chaney as the Phantom of the Opera, like in a classic Universal picture. So kind of a, a cross reference because we've got some other monsters in this. Do and we? Uh, you got two of them. Not the fan of the opera is a monster. I think yeah. that's dehumanizing him, but he is a horror <laughs> icon and a universal one too. Yeah. So Dracula is having these two guys pull this guy, this, this tomb, this mm-hmm. casket out of the swamp where yep. I don't know, Yeah, but he's doing it. He pulls him out. It's the wolf man. Now, I don't know if there's a singular wolf man out there. I mean, I know in the movies there was, Yeah, this is a guy in a coffin in the swamp. Looks fine. Yeah, he's, good, he's not, yeah, good looking dude. Yeah, normal. Not rotted at all. He is dressed kind of like he's from the 1800s. Yeah. Uh, so maybe they used to pal around back then. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or 500 years ago, for that matter. I don't know. But they pull him out, and that's how. That's the threat that faces Billy and Jeff in the tomb because Jessica hears laser beams. I yeah. think from the outside, and she goes in and finds that her two pals, her family and her friend, have been turned into werewolves. Yep. To lichens. To, yeah, exactly. And they're basically just feral cyclopses from X-Men because not only are they, they can't talk. They're just going, rah, 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 but they fire eye beams because that, my friends, is how wolves, werewolves mm-hmm. in children's cartoons spread their disease. The yep. Vampires and werewolves were created <laughs> as like symbols of disease, essentially, yeah. back in a time yeah. when when disease was so rampant. And yet now we've turned With it gamma into rays. this. Exactly, yeah, gamma rays from your eyes. Red eye beams. And that's yeah. what they're like. Her little Billy is this little wolf man <laughs> in like a, a sports jersey going, <laughs> and then just firing Cyclops beams out of his yeah. eyes. 
It's awesome. This is this is what made me remember. This is what made me want to do March Marvel Madness. This was a good one to pick. By it the was way. about. This I think this is episode. an apex. Just about. This is about as yeah. good as it gets. Yeah. It's almost too good. It's almost too funny. It's hard to make fun of sometimes because it's already done the work for you. Yeah. I would say <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, I could yeah. just. I we should have just played the show right. for them. Like just play, played it and described what was happening. Just on put screen. it up on a on a Twitch. Do this one on a Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> so they're cornered by Dracula and Wolfman. They, they've already overtaken her family and her friend. She changes to Spider-Woman. They've turned on her. And now she, Spider-Woman, is cornered by Dracula and the Wolfman. Oh, man. And we're going to leave you with that cliffhanger as we take a dun, quick break. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so you guys just sit on that. Listener. And we'll be right back on Days Past Tunecast talking about Dracula's revenge. Yes. Nature of the beast. Discover the ugly truths and dark secrets of true crime, the paranormal, the occult, and conspiracy. Join your guides for weekly episodes and face the true nature of the beast. Days past Tooncast. Mm-hmm. We are back. Yes, sir. And my name is Will. My name is still Travis. We're talking about Spider-Woman and the revenge that Dracula is taking on her. <laughs> <laughs> um, and not only Dracula. Revenge, so this is not her first time well, to meet him. It seemed, okay, the way, when we see them interact at the beginning of the episode, yeah. they interact as though he's not surprised to see her. Yeah. And he seems to know who she is. Yeah, this so, is some normal stuff going on here. I've watched this entire series a few times as a kid. Yeah. And I know, I know that he doesn't show up in any other episodes. So I like the idea of an implied history like that she has history like there are adventures of Spider-Woman that have not been published or whatever yeah it, it makes it seem like a real world but at the same time the only revenge I can see him taking on her is that he busts her open at the beginning of the episode and then now he's taking his revenge yeah, <laughs> on that thing yeah, that just yeah. happened <laughs> which is again she doesn't even stop him until the end of the episode, right. all she ever does is scare him away like a like a stray cat. Like yeah, she just makes yeah. him shoo, shoo. Yeah, yeah, he says ah, delight, and then she <laughs> he you know he turns into a bat and runs yeah. away, and then she has a movie date to get to. Yeah, it's not ultimate victory; it's more like ultimate compromise. Totally, it's just yeah, it's the grandma. It's like the grandma with the broom. It's just yeah. get out of here, get off my porch. We'll agree to disagree. <laughs> exactly, and Spider Woman and uh, or as Jessica Drew. And her little Jay Drew, and she was uh, her last name was drawn from Nancy Drew, actually. Of course, it the was. guy who created her. Yeah, and that's that's cool, I guess. Yeah, yeah, one of our few female <laughs> heroes. Yeah, <laughs> from back in the day, and so she and Jeff and her little buddy Billy, her nephew, are uh, they're heading on over to yeah. whichever mania we're going to. And uh, we talked earlier about how the Wolfman was unearthed by Dracula and his mm-hmm. goons, his growing vampire army, and how now... Yeah, the, wolf, the Wolfman and his red laser eyes. That's right. Yes. And Dracula with his laser hands. Yes. I would like to not only play you a little piece of that, but uh, we talked about how there was yet another monster involved in all the this. hottest threesome in monster history Absolutely. is about to unfold well this is the big three you know captain america iron man thor yeah superman wonder woman and batman yep dracula dracula wolfman, wolfman and, and who? Uh... any moment now and the final member of our threesome will be uncovered <laughs> <laughs> it's the frankenstein monster with the three of us working together 
The world will soon be at our mercy. <laughs> I love it. Dracula, I don't really know. I think he's lonely because I don't know. I don't think he needs either of these guys. No, not at all. They don't really lend that much. I mean, yeah. Frankenstein is kind of like having the Hulk on your team. He doesn't take direction very well. Not at all. He's really out for. He's, he's everyone's favorite Jewish monster. Yes. I love that he calls him. The Frankenstein monster. <laughs> like, there's this big problem in 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 our culture of like, and I and I've uh, certainly as a kid suffered from it, where it's like you call him just Frankenstein, and you don't understand that the story is that he is Frankenstein's monster. That yeah. Frankenstein created the monster. Now it's just like he's the Frankenstein monster. That's just a being. That's just a creature name, yeah. like the Wolfman or yeah. something. It's just Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. His Frankenstein monster. <laughs> it's so weird, but yeah. So and Frankenstein is pretty much like he he looks like he stepped just straight out of the monsters. You you know, he is Hulk's um, yeah, yeah. green, you know, just uh, uh, sub uh, sub language, you right, know, just yeah. groaning all the time. He sounds more in pain than the Hulk yeah. when he groans, I would say. <laughs> he sounds like everything he does hurts, probably. He is built out of dead bodies. That's true. Um, but he... Enlightening. I that's right. I realized th watching this, and I don't know why I hadn't noticed it before, that like the classic Frankenstein look from the Universal Monsters uh, era, yeah. he's basically business casual because he's wearing a white tee, plain white tee, and then like a sports jacket yeah. and then slacks and then huge ass boots yeah. but he's kind of dressed up for a monster like right. they're not badly dressed for although the wolfman his shirt disappears when he turns into the wolfman and then where when he goes that, yeah where does that go uh, I, it will turns invisible where does the hulk's shirt go when he turns True. from the hulk however when he turns back into a man he's naked no he's well <laughs> the wolfman at the end turns back into a man oh yeah and he's wearing a suit again he has to be shirtless to show more fur i guess i guess <laughs> I, it's, I love it the science behind it is <laughs> Totally legit. I love how we're breaking it down. Like yeah. Some well, it's, you know, I, it's hard not to notice when you're an adult. Yeah. I feel like some of these things. But I, I like Frankenstein's get up. Like, I could wear that. Yeah. I could definitely wear that around town. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you, are, you are right now. You're wearing that right I'm, now. I'm in character. Yeah. <laughs> he's, out, he's sad and, and hurt a lot of the time, Frankenstein. And I don't feel bad for him in this at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they actually go to the castle, like the Frankenstein's castle, I guess, and like pull him <laughs> out of Frankenstein? Yeah, a Frankenstein, <laughs> G Frankenstein. They pull him out of the rubble. So again, we've got a wolf man hanging out in the swamp in a coffin. Frankenstein's just alive underneath rubble that I'm assuming he could lift. So basically, wherever you leave your monster last, go look there. If you've got a lost monster, he's probably waiting for you to come yeah. get him. Yeah, he, he's lying dormant. Yeah. Now, the craziest thing about Frankenstein is where his rays come out of. Makes no damn sense. Okay. I, 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 can, I can handle I can handle super <laughs> Dracula power. I can handle wolf eyes, but I can't handle the bolts. I would argue, I would take it one step before that. Okay. And say the fact that he changes people into Frankensteins. <laughs> Vampires and werewolves historically <laughs> do that. Do that. They change you into them. It's again like a, a disease issue. Like yeah. that, they're the representative of that. Frankenstein's monster is a singular being <laughs> made out of dead body parts. Yeah. And so he, like, they're all going on a rampage around Eastern Europe, and he just walks into Bulgaria. whatever. Yeah. He in, in, in Gypsy Town. Mania. And he wanders into like a tavern and shoots. You're right. 
electricity bolts from his <laughs> neck bolts, you know, and turns them into Frankenstein's monsters. Yeah. And I'm reminded of all the times, like, when kids will point at something like, it's a Frankenstein, watch out! He's not a species. He yeah. is human, fl- he's a zombie, essentially. Right. Yeah. In a way. He's a science experiment. Yeah, if you, it's a, why, how would he change you into a Frankenstein? Yeah. We don't get to see that very often, but it's great. He turns a cop into a Frankenstein later. It is the most bonkers fucking thing I've ever seen in a cartoon, just about. That yeah. not only... It's like t- three layers of ridiculousness that they're even teaming up. It's like that movie, The Monster Squad. Did you ever see that as a kid? It was too scary for me, but it was kind of a comedy, but it involved all of these classic monsters. It was live action or yeah, was it cartoon? Yeah, yeah, It's live action. I, I'd like to go back and watch it. It was a staple as a kid. Okay. But they fight these monsters that it's like Super Monster Justice League, basically, you know, of Dracula, Frankenstein's monster, Wolfman. They all get together. Yeah. So that, that's what they're teaming up. That's already ridiculous enough. It's a kid's show. So the way that they spread their problem is their 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 pain around is through beams like yeah. sci-fi, and now you have a Frankenstein's monster, which is the Frankenstein's monster, yeah. turning other people into him. What the what what? what, what <laughs> I don't what? understand. I don't, I don't. I mean, I do. I get it though. It makes sense to kids. So that's what that's the level of insanity that you're dealing with here. So Spider Woman gets confronted we're going to jump back a little bit spider woman gets confronted by dracula and the wolfman in the tomb where horror her buddies jeff and her her nephew have been changed into werewolves and whatever and then so she's she covers them up with webs and gets them covered for the time being but she's confronted by the wolfman and dracula and she dodges their beams for a little bit before she finally gets hit she says she makes a joke it's not a bad joke. She says something about like, sorry, fellas, I'm not ready for the coffin just yet. Like, yeah, I'm not ready to yeah, die yet. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. so, she <laughs> tells you where my head's at all the time. And also where modern like jokes are, I completely expected her to say, sorry, boys, not my kind of threesome or something. Oh, something like, yeah. Just like, because that's the kind of joke we would make <laughs> on an FX comedy or even a, like a primetime nine o'clock comedy on NBC or right. something like that. We're at that level now. I'm not into dogs, sorry, <laughs> or whatever. But she finally gets blasted by both of them at the same time. And they, oh, es- yeah, she <laughs> did. they escape and we catch up with her later and she's not doing so great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I have a clip of her basically explaining her situation. The, the just the sentence that she says out loud. Yeah. Oh no! Those strange rays have turned me into part vampire <laughs> and part werewolf. <laughs> There's an evil force growing in me. <laughs> I've got to resist it. Must figure a way <laughs> to get back to normal. <laughs> Her her growls are so adorable. They are. They, they, they sound are. like a very cute cat woman to yeah, me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, and they come out like she's about to puke. Like her whole right, body convulses yeah, yeah. and they, she can't control it. Okay, so Spider Woman as she looks at her hands, they turn brown and furry, and then her the little bit of her because she wears like a half face mask. Yeah. So and this you know what this must have been a bitch for the animation department because they had to change their main character's model for a portion of the episode and draw her differently. That's true. And because this show does use some uh, some. Limited animation, actually. They uh, recycle a few of the things that she does, so they actually had to change model for a bit. She looks like it's the most... I mean, she just looks like a vampire, for starters. I'm sorry, just like a werewolf. Yeah. So she's a vampire werewolf spider woman, and I wish that they would have let her be that for more than two minutes. Yeah. Because they they immediately go to, like, she has to go solve that problem, and meanwhile, the monster squad is off doing their own thing, spreading their monsterly goodness across of... Yeah. (laughs) Their sunshine rays They're going on a laser rampage across... (laughs) Across Eastern Europe. Romania. 
Bulgaria. <laughs> we only have, we only know three names for any of the countries over there. <laughs> We're going to have to look at an atlas at some point. But yes, yeah, I really wish she would have struggled with this for longer, if only to get more growls out of her. But like the way I remembered the show yeah. was that she like actually was a menace to like she was fighting doing bad things, which she implies or she says outright. But you never see her like like she almost sucks blood out of somebody. She or whatever fires, I guess, beams at somebody. She just kind of says there's a growing evil inside of me, yeah. <laughs> and, which is kind of weird. Like I, that's a weird way to put it. Yeah. And she does manage to find a solution to evil. <laughs> apparently it's yeah. the way that she puts it she says i gotta go uh, find a solution for this so she breaks into a lab which is not a t- like all we've seen up to this point of this country is it's eastern farmland eastern european right. farmland yeah. like everybody <laughs> is dressed like it's the late 1800s no one seems to be above this, a certain level town cemetery yes yes yeah and so she breaks into a place that says Grumania labs or whatever so for starters she's already she's flying helicopters across the ocean that i don't even know if she has permission to fly frankly probably not okay (laughs) i'm glad you can agree with me on this one and not play lawyer for spider woman for once (laughs) allegedly you're on my side for once but also now she just seems to be like i'm a superhero and i have to break into this place to cure my problem and she manages to do it not only is she a great i don't know how great a journalist she is but (laughs) she's she is a journalist and a spider and a superhero but apparently she's really good with chemistry and biochemicals (laughs) because she breaks in and just starts doing shit with like a chemistry set and Sadly, it's the last time that we get to hear her growling, but she does it enough that we get to hear it quite a oh, bit. Oh, yeah, we do. And I, I would say that Spider-Woman is such a good chemist, she manages to cure evil with the chemistry set. <laughs> I've got to stop this evil force in me before it takes over completely. <laughs> it worked. The evil within me is gone. Now to figure out a way to stop those three monsters. <laughs> she cured evil. It's done. That's that's the problem. The problem was the evil, not that yeah. she was a werewolf or a vampire, <laughs> which are just genetically evil, I guess. They've proven that. Yeah, so she's cured herself with just mixing together two random uh, test tubes full of crap. Yeah. And that's all it takes, I guess. <laughs> and she decides that she has to stop these monsters and she needs to go do some research. <laughs> And so she breaks into a library. Uh, she's just breaking in all over the place. She's and a finds criminal. the most convenient three-pack of books ever. Yeah, and which is, I don't know if the best way... One, we... Like, I know at least what stops a werewolf, it's silver. Silver bullets. Yep. What stops a vampire? Any number... They're not that hard to Steak, stop. garlic. Steak, garlic, cr- uh, cross, holy yep. water. Yeah. I mean, anything. With Frankenstein, he it's just... You treat him like you would a zombie. Just kill him. I mean, yeah. <laughs> just shoot him. Like that's right. and I, I also like when I saw the Frankenstein monster like sh- turn these guys into Frankenstein's monsters. I started thinking of like, well, aren't they missing other monsters from their lineup? I mean, you've got the mummy. You need a mummy. You need Gilman from the black, creature from the Black Lagoon. True. That, yeah. That's a real threat. Yeah. And then also imagine The Walking Dead if they had to tone it down and have it be that you're turning people into rotting like zombie corpses. Yeah. But you were doing it with like beams coming from your mouth. Just like, and you shoot the laser out of there and you couldn't show people getting bit. That's the yeah. only the caveat. I'd watch that. I'd, I'd watch I, that I would, probably. I, I, still I might enjoy it. I might yeah. still be watching Walking Dead if they would have done hey, that. Hey, watch Fair. it. Watch it. 
Okay, she's going to learn from these books so what apparently is uh, not common knowledge to her. She deals, I mean, if you're going to be a superhero, you should really read up on horror business and figure out what it is. <laughs> yeah. She must read the entire three novels. How long is she? Is she a speed reader? Like yeah, she's, well, I mean, she, she, she's a chemist. She, yeah, of course she can speed she is, read. Well, not only is she that, she ends up being like great with electronics too, as mm-hmm. we come to find. But we're not going to get there yet because we... Uh, Horrible babysitter though. Yeah, a terrible babysitter. She, she really should just take care of herself yeah. before she tries to take care of others and yeah. introduce that and have a relationship with Jeff or whatever's mm-hmm. going on. She should learn to take care of Jessica. Yes. Put Jessica first. Yeah, be selfish for once. Don't if you're gonna be selfish, don't have other people around. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. Meanwhile, the Monster Squad is, they're doing their business all across the Eastern Bloc. and Just doing their thing. T- turning people into all kinds of monsters. On skis? It, uh, yeah, that's what I'm about to play. <laughs> because Dracula confronts two, uh, what look like modern, at the time, people who are on, on skis. They immediately recognize him as Dracula. <laughs> Yeah, they do. Like, he could be any random vampire, right. if you're even going to assume that. But they just go to Dracula, and they're totally right. Yeah. And they just accept it. They're they scared. See the red, they see the red bolo thing he has, yes. and they're like, oh. Yes. What happens as a result, I believe, is a col- <laughs> the sound effects. Like, I was just listening, because after I watched the, these, I have to get the audio, and I'm going through the audio, and I just could not tell what the hell was happening. It's such a weird collection of things, audio, audio, yeah. orally, that happen. I want you to make up your own. St- it's like a it's like a choose your own adventure. Mm-hmm. What do you think is happening based on these crazy sound effects that you hear afterwards? Okay. Mom! It's it's Dracula. It was like three scenes that all just occurred right next so to each other. Much. I, I can't, I can't follow all of it. There's a horse. Yeah, it's it. <laughs> Little Star Wars in there. Yeah, yeah. That last one is when Frankenstein fires. It's a pretty good electricity sound. I yeah. will say it's kind of vicious sounding, but like so many electricity I know, sounds. Man. I, I, I please. Uh, write down what you think happened in all of that and send us a script and we'll read it on the air <laughs> just to get somebody to use our damn email. Please. They're fixed to take away from us. <laughs> yeah. Someone else needs dptooncast at gmail.com. <laughs> They're coming to get it. Just write something to us. Damn. All right. So Spider-Woman has formulated her plan based on her uh, the light reading she did at the library that late night. And so first she's going after Frankenstein. And her abilities with technology and inventing, I don't even remember, I don't care how she came to this conclusion, but she says, basically, Frankenstein's power comes from electricity. Kind of true. I mean, he he got zapped by, well, he got zapped by electricity, but does he go home and like Electro from Amazing Spider-Man and his amazing friends, does he like (laughs) soak it up when he goes home? No. So she gets this like little, it looks just like a megaphone that she puts on the side of a building on the roof and fires a beam at him, which is yet another beam introduced into play here. Mm -hmm. Frankenstein gets blasted and then he just looks kind of sad and tired, walks all the way home. To wherever Frankenstein, and they show him. They show him walking. Well, it's, it's a fast, it's a creepy speed walk. Home. Well, yeah, and then he has to like climb up the side. Of, it's it's just a waste of time. He climbs up the side, like all the rubble on the side of the castle where he was found, and then opens the cellar door and climbs in like a man who's been sent to his room by his mom. He retires for the evening. He doesn't get knocked out. No. When he gets tired, He when his energy runs low, he has to go take a nap. He has to go take a little nappy. Right. Yeah. So she's solved problem number one. Next, you got to go after that wolf man. You got to. Yeah, he's just going in reverse. So first in, 
last in, first out. Yeah, like the when, triage. Yeah, you, this, have to, yeah. you have to go with whoever was most recently introduced. You got to get rid of that person first, <laughs> just like if you've been hired on. Yeah. And so she goes after the Wolfman. She says, I've heard that the Wolfman's power comes from the full moon. All right, this is a mortal tune sin. Okay, what do we got here? All right, I'm gonna have to make a sound clip for whenever this happens. Any mortal tune sin, something that's like very evil, like a like a Phantom of the Opera, yeah, like organ sort of thing. Okay, mortal tune sin. Don't remember which number. Doesn't matter so much. Mortal tune sin is to introduce a new power to one of your characters that is out of nowhere. It's never appeared before, probably never appears again, and it's introduced to take care of a very specific problem. Okay. So if, like, the issue is that we were being faced with a, a giant jello monster, and I was like, well, Bor, and I don't even know if this is scientifically accurate, but I'm like, well, I have super borax powers, so I'll just take care of that. And you're like, when, since when do you have those? Yeah. Like, that'll melt the jello? What? What? Since <laughs> when? Well, that's what's happened here. She says, the, the full moon powers these things, so I'll just use my, what does she even call it? Oh, a spider eclipse. She says, I'll cause a spider eclipse. She fires beams into the air. It looks like normal. And then dark clouds cover the moon. She does not control the weather. She does not control <laughs> dark tune, clouds. She does, this buddy. Is, I apparently so, but again, never brought up before, never used again. Right. Purely for the, I mean, she might as, she's just like got super evolution powers. Whatever the problem is, yeah. she has a solution for it. But she does that. So terrible. She does that, and it manages to turn all the werewolves in the area that yeah. are un directly underneath the moon right there. Not all of them, though, nope, as apparently we find not. out. She manages to turn them back to human, and Jeff is one of them. He says, hey, what happened? He has no memory of any of this crap. So problem kind of solved. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, is she causing an eclipse across the Earth? No. It's just mm -mm. a localized eclipse, I guess. With, with, within uh, within two miles? Well, yeah, because nearby, <laughs> Dracula and some vampires and some werewolves yeah. are, and, and one of them is Billy, they are attacking a, a, <laughs> some farmers in a truck. These poor farmers are being just... Well, he's not building an impressive army. He's going after whoever he can find. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. If I was him, I'd be going after presidents and, and politicians and or strong people. Not some like, farmers in a truck? Not you farmers and old old white people and you know kids like he'll just take anybody. Yeah, but they're ter terrorizing someone in a truck and her solution here. Oh, also, okay, so she has werewolves with her, right? Correct. Or, yeah. or, I'm sorry, he has werewolves with him. The werewolves have been solved over here. It's the, the idea so far, like, and also when the werewolf turns back to a man, I thought the werewolf wanted to be rid of the uh, being a werewolf. Yeah. Like, that's the, always the deal. Is You're not an evil person who turns into a werewolf. Yeah, you can't help it. You're it's brought... like being the Hulk. Right, Well, okay, yeah. so he just looks around nervously and runs back to the swamp, and I assume gets back into his coffin. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie, mommy caught me being a werewolf again. Yeah, Better yeah. go to my room. It's like time's running out. The cartoon's almost over. <laughs> I gotta Theater's get back out now. I'm not, if there had been a second season, I would hope there would have been Jackie's Revenge too. <laughs> Werewolf's Revenge. Yeah. And then they could have introduced the mommy and the gill man and everything. Yeah. But so the, the rule that seems to have been established so far, we saw that when Frankenstein's depowered, the, the Frankenstein people <laughs> go back to being human. The werewolf, the people in the area are go back to being human, including him. But apparently the werewolves that are with Dracula are still werewolves. I don't care, except you've established this other dumb rule that people turn back. And I, we have forgotten, this is a very important early DPTC rule that we uh -huh. established with none other than He-Man. Yep. Dumb, but consistent. Yes. If you, you can be as dumb as you want, it can be the stupidest bullshit in the world uh -huh. that a child accidentally wrote on a piece of, of an, yes. on a napkin at the store. But. There has to be some consistency Some consistency. To that bad boy. If yeah. you introduce a dumb rule, stick with it. And they don't. So there, there were werewolves with Dracula, just like a, a roving gang of monsters, uh, terrorizing this poor farmer. Her solution, I don't understand. Mm -mm. Do do windmills when they are blown at high speeds create light? 
Is that a typical thing? No. Are you, you're, you're my windmill guy. I need the info direct from the horse's mouth. I don't look. I don't know windmills. Didn't grow up in a windmill area. I'm yeah. not from a windmill family. But her idea is to shoot her power, her beams at this windmill, and it spins at a very fast speed and creates enough light. Ah, daylight. Apparently, that's enough that it, like it makes them all go away. It makes them run, you know, or whatever. Right. You're supposed to chop his head off. Like mm-hmm. that's how you solve the problem. Stake through the heart. But that's such a. That's not the solution, right? That can't be the solution. Dumb but consistent. And, it ain't happening. Yeah, and also with that, I mean the the werewolves turn back to normal. With no moon being taken from him. Exactly, yeah. Like, at that point, Dracula's in charge of the werewolves. He took over being in charge of the werewolves. And, like, he doesn't die. You're supposed to kill the the vampire. They're really cherry-picking the vampire stuff. There's If we're following anything that has to do with vampires, you don't change back from being a vampire. You just have to be killed. So her her friend and her nephew should just be... There should just be a bunch of people that have to be killed (laughs) at the end of this. There should be dead bodies strewn about the place. But that is not... Not what happens. It's just the law. It's yeah. a look. I mean, if you're gonna deal in horror, you gotta take it all the way, man. We've seen other shows that are willing to kill kids. You gotta be willing to kill kids <laughs> in your cartoons, okay? We the, the, the gauntlet has been thrown. Yeah, we expect a, a certain level here. Yeah. So at the end, Billy and Jeff and everybody, they've all changed back. Yeah, thank God. I was worried we were gonna have to keep with a werewolf boy for the rest <laughs> of this cartoon. And they don't remember what happened, but they're wandering around near Dracula's tomb. Where are you, Jeff? Where are you, Billy? Where's Aunt Jessica? I'm so worried about her. And she comes out of the woodwork. Let's go see a movie again. Yeah. She comes out of nowhere and just says, like, well, I guess Dracula isn't real after all. So once again, a superhero relying on casual amnesia. (laughs) Just like in uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Yeah. Like, they've lost time. Like, they've been abducted or something. And she's totally fine with them not remembering. A portion of their brain completely melted. Destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they were a boxer found dead in the ring or a a footballer (laughs) of 50 years, you know, like concussions to the max. Yeah. And she just doesn't care that they don't remember. And she just uses it to her benefit. I feel like superheroes have a certain level of sociopathy that allows them to say, my secret is more important than your health. Yeah. You know? (laughs) And also, are there not going to be a bunch of, like, reports coming out of the Eastern Bloc the next day about all these people who saw and were turned into monsters? Mm. Frankenstein's monsters, even. Right. In the the Romania uh, gazetteer, the Bulgaria... Telegram? The, the Bulgarian bugle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. You yeah. did good there. Yeah, you gotta be alliterative with yeah, them, I'm them sorry. shits. I'm sorry. You should be. Hey, uh, which one of these, if you had to become, if you had to get transformed into one of these monsters? Vampire. Vampire, 100%, huh? Well, vampires, okay. Here, vampires basically just seem to become monsters for the most part. Right. But I would still rather be a, va- a va- Vampires are just sexier than... <laughs> You know, they are. They are. Well, there's like, <laughs> there's something about it that like being a werewolf is cool. I'd rather be a, be a werewolf than yeah. a Frankenstein's monster. Right. But yeah, being a vampire, like classically, they, they're all about that neck. Uh, <laughs> they're all about them, the, that cool wearing black. Leather pants. Yeah, leather stuff. pants wearing. The ladies are always like, I've never seen an attractive lady wolf. True, Maybe I haven't yeah, gone to the right neighborhoods, yeah. but I've just never seen it or the right parties. <laughs> and Frankenstein's bride is, I, we saw her when we went to see Black Panther the other day. They had a clip where she was in it for something at the beginning, like in the lead up to the show. Oh, and yeah, I was reminded yeah, yeah, that yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, she was actually kind of attractive, but that's uh, just not going to, Frank, you lose your mind. You become right, a dum-dum. Yeah. So Frank, vampire all the way. Yeah. What me, about you? Me too. That's a no brainer. They're cooler, man. Sorry. I think I wrote that as a filler question to ask you, but it's, it's a no brainer. It is. Everybody, if you don't answer that, you're wrong. 
and uh, go study up. You need to go back and read those yeah. three books that Jessica Drew read. Yeah, because if you choose Frankenstein, you're dead inside. <laughs> you want you want a lob- you can be Frankenstein. Yeah, just go get a lobotomy <laughs> or get a bunch of ECT you don't need. Okay, now I've saved this because I have to let it my 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 blood boil down a little okay. bit. But I do have. A case that I need to bring to the Tune Court. Oh man, we haven't done one of these in a while. We haven't, and I was worried that we, we were never going to have a reason to again. Yeah. And then we watched this and the two the episodes that we've watched prior. Too often, we have more and more been seeing a social issue of costumes. Yes. Where do they come from? We've seen Storm from the X Men. These these are our uh, defendants. Mm-hmm. Storm of the X Men. Firestar. Of Spider-Man and his amazing friends, and now Jessica Drew, the Spider-Woman herself. Spider-Woman spins in a circle. She has, or I'm sorry, Jessica Drew spins in a circle, has webs come from her fingers, which is one of her powers, and suddenly she's wearing a costume. These women, these three women, are a menace to society. Where do their costumes come from? This is the case that I bring before the Toon Court. All right. Um, I guess we don't have a judge present. We're just two lawyers that are going to yeah. talk about the yeah, tune. Yeah, we're just two lawyers that always just hang out right here. Judge in the never shows here, up in the, in, the, yeah, in the law library. Yeah. So it seems that all of the the alleged the, the suspects, the alleged uh, offenders, mm-hmm. are females from Marvel, Marvel True. Comics. Yep. All three of them. Now, this uh, Spider Woman basically stole this issue from Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. This is a complete copy of Linda Carter's Wonder Woman from television. The spinning in place and just suddenly having a costume. The it, was reason, bo- it was borrowed. I'd like to okay, yeah, because they did borrowed. bring it back at the end of the day yes. every time. Now, <laughs> I don't particularly like that for Wonder Woman either, but I will say that Wonder Woman's powers, being as they are, there is some level of magic, correct, to what she does. Yes, Storm, mutant. That's science. Mm-hmm. She has control over the weather. No, no connection to cloth or, or threads or anything materials right. whatsoever. Yeah. Firestar. Control over fire, as I stated in that episode, seems like she would just burn clothes away. Now, if she's burning the clothing over her costume away, that's fine, but that's not what happens. Yes. She even changes her hair color and puts on a mask, <laughs> so it doesn't work. True, And once true. again, Spider-Woman, unless you're, we're going to say that she can actually create different... I was about to say that, good sir, right, so good counselor. Can she create silk? Can she yes. create... Yes, I'm going to make a... You're going to posit I'm, that I'm she can. Go, I'm going to make a case, yes. Okay. That she can create her own her own clothes with the with the webbing that she creates with her soul. She does this every time. Mm-hmm. So how much do you think she eats to repower herself after she has expended it on creating an entire bodysuit in seconds? A lot. Because that's like a big dump she's taking. It is, isn't Spi- it? That's what spiders do is they take dumps and, and that's how they make webs. And we've only seen her consume popcorn, she, maybe. She claims to go get popcorn, which is a lie. <laughs> Okay. She's allegedly, a liar. Allegedly. Did you see her eat popcorn? No. You are under oath. Necessarily. Allegedly. <laughs> your 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 <laughs> abundance of, of adverbs is disturbing. Merely, counselor. Merely. <laughs> so all of these these powers seem to come from science. And yet they're magically creating costumes out of nowhere for these ladies. I want them to have their costumes. Yes. I want them to have their costumes. In the same episode of Amazing Spider-Man and his, I keep calling him the amazing one, Spider-Man and his amazing friends, we see Iceman ice up. That's fine. That's his costume is being covered in ice. Right. Spider-Man actually gets in a tree and you see him putting on his costume. He's got to be the lowly man costuming himself up. 
men seem to be, I don't want to sound sexist. This is just where it's going. Men superheroes seem never, to be willing. Never, never a good intro. No, no. I don't want to sound sexist, but. Yeah. But. These, <laughs> these male superheroes seem to be willing to, to do the hard work of putting your clothes on. But a lot of these female superheroes are just, they just want it to appear out of yeah. nowhere. So I don't know why they're not willing to do that. But here's, here's my meet in the middle. Because okay. we do have men that do this too. Okay. We have uh, He-Man amongst them. He just magically becomes He-Man. But it's literally magic. It is. It is. So. You, I mean, that, that is pure Eternia magic. That's as magic as you get. Yes. That's David Blaine right there. Mm -hmm. So David Copperfield. My, my rule yes. for this. Okay is that if a character's powers are magically based, whether they're a magician themselves or they, their power source is magic, as in He-Man being the example, yes. then there is no need to even mention where that costume comes from. It can be inferred that it is coming from a magic source. We all know that magic, hey, presto, there you got something from nothing, okay? Right. However, with these power sets, if your power is science-based or mutant-based or whatever, I need even the most half-assed, even like quarter-assed explanation. Need, just yeah. mention it once in the first episode or something. Mm -hmm. Say something, guys, because otherwise I assume that this is a superpower that you have, and then I have to question, well, what other superpowers are you hiding? At least, at least, at the very least, throw it into the intro of yeah. your cartoon. And her magic costume that somebody gave her. Yeah. And you're like, who's that guy? Never even meet him. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all I'm asking. I just, it's just, you know, because kids... Little weird redheaded kids want to know where these things come from, right, yeah. and you you need to make them feel safe at home. Yes. All right. So, Travis, it sounds like we can reach across the aisle here to shake hands on this one. Quite possibly a magic treaty. Okay, as if it you were. will. Yes, if you will. That, that's what lawyers do. Treaties. Sure. Yeah, and treatises. Mm hmm. And that's Doom Court. All right, guys. That is Dracula's Revenge. The, the crux of it. Again, one of my favorite cartoons growing up and still a favorite. I would say this is one of the most entertaining cartoons we've ever watched. This will definitely, uh, this is definitely getting in filmation territory for me. Yeah. This will be thrown in there. I think, I don't think any of the other episodes are nearly as crazy as this, but I could be wrong and I definitely would like to return they, to this. They have to dance around this at least. There's a only bit. 16 yeah. episodes. We got to come back to Jessica Drew. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Now, as far as the cast goes, super limited information, but I do have a couple. Uh, Billy, nephew Billy, was, in fact, when I went to go look it up in some <laughs> cases, Billy. it would yeah. say actor unknown. <laughs> like very few of the cartoons have ever gone. They just don't list anybody. This is almost like the government redacted the information. Yeah. <laughs> they re removed it. But Billy was played by an actor named Brian Scott. He was young at that time. The only other credit that I could find cartoon wise for him, and very few live action things, he played the character Kid Video on the cartoon named Kid Video, which has come up quite a few times when I do research. It seemed that it was a, a show that mixed some live action and cartoons, and it's where this band of kids, like, get sucked into the video world, and then they're cartoons, and they Is have a band. Is that on the docket for us? I think it's, it's, in, it's in the spreadsheet, okay. but it's not high on the list, but I certainly think we should give it a go. Yeah. Because um, it sounds ridiculous. But that's, that's, that's Billy for you as Brian Scott. <laughs> Crazy that's Billy. All. Yeah. The only other one. Spider-Woman was played by Joan Van Ark, which I already knew the name, but I, I assumed that she was Sounds like... Sounds very familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is known for... She did a... a I mean, she was a known 70s actor in live-action stuff. She played Val... I'm going to... 
I don't know if I'm going to get it right. Valine or Valine Ewing on Dallas, the soap opera, long running, and its spinoff, Knott's Landing, which I think she played on that for like 13 seasons or something. She did a lot of soap opera work. She's definitely, like, she was like a, a a blonde bombshell from the 70s. Dallas is huge. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. That's and a huge she was show, yeah. like, she was a very attractive young woman. She was like, there's that 70s hot that both men and women have, like, we just can't approximate anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, every decade seemed, at least up to a certain point, had their own version of, and it's not just how you dress. Right. It's like there's a certain genetics <laughs> that goes into it. It's it like, hot. Yeah, she's, she's like Farrah Fawcett type hot, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, she also appeared on Bonanza, MASH, Six Million Dollar Man, Kojak, and Rhoda. These are all, like, 70s staples. Wow. She was on The Love Boat, and she appeared on Wonder Woman. They went big with this voice acting. Yeah, big time. Now, as far as voice acting goes, she's kind of limited on that. All the sound engineers dressed up when she came around. (laughs) Absolutely. That was a big, yeah. That's what you usually (laughs) hear. perfect bow ties All the writers, like, show up to give direction at the voiceover. It's like, why are you guys here? I don't need you. You're in the way. I can barely get into the the studio. Everyone's just touching fake knobs and, like, (laughs) doing shit. Well, she also, uh, on cartoons, she uh, apparently was on Thundar the Barbarian, which is something that I grew up on watching Cartoon Network watching. That's definitely on our docket. That's like a pre-He-Man, pre-Black Star even, Barbarian type show that I really enjoyed. Still Um, images or what? No, it was really good. I I don't know. The the design was really good. Okay. Um, She also was on, she did something on Dumb and Dumber, the the animated series. <laughs> Which what? I've never seen. I barely knew existed. Didn't, I, I didn't even know. Apparently, that was any a thing. Jim Carrey movie that got turned into a cartoon. <laughs> there was Pet Detective and The Mask that were yep. both cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the only other connection I have here is that her daughter is Vanessa Marshall, who is a major voice actor. She's been in Avengers, the 90s series, Batman, Black Panther, Green Lantern, Guardians of the Galaxy, Justice League. She was Mary Jane on Spectacular Spider-Man, Wolverine and the X-Men, and Young Justice. These are all Marvel and DC shows. And that's just the, the comic stuff of hers that Wowzers. I found. So yeah. Joan, Joan Van Now, I'd be cool if she had played Spider-Woman at some point, you know? Yeah. Carry the torch. Well, too bad. <laughs> Never gonna happen. <laughs> Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. <laughs> That's a big throwback for us. Yeah, it uh, is. Wow. Go back to episode one of Days Past mm-hmm. Tooncast, entitled Interspecies Crush. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a classic to all. And that's it for, for cast, man. I only had two people that I could even get wow. information on. That's that. But I, I've been really curious to see if what and if what? Huh? <sighs> Do you have any toys? Uh, sure. Better check your watch. Because it's time for Travis's Tooncast Toy Corner. Hey, Will. Hey, man. How you doing, man? I'm, I'm kind of tired, but I'm good. All right, good to I'm know. happy. I'm really happy to be here and to be doing this cartoon. All right, all right, all right. So, hey, Will. Hey, I was, Travis. I was cruising around the eBay. Yeah? And I found a little something here, man. What'd you find? I found a 1979 package of Spider-Woman underoos. Ooh, buddy. Yeah. I'm hoping these are pristine packaged. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. A complete PP rating. Uh, this is, uh, like I said, 1979 Spider-Woman Underoos. Oh, man. Uh, complete with top and panty. Size medium. I was going to say, are these ma- male or female? Because, like, I'm a boy and I would have definitely worn. I wore all superhero <laughs> things all the time. If you wore top and panty, then it was for you, definitely. Well, is it a shirt top or is it like a little... Yeah, okay, yeah, like okay, a little okay. tank top. Okay. Tank top. Uh, this was originally sold in department stores across the United States. Any guess on what one of these might cost you today, sir? So is there just one inside or are there multiple? I think it's just one pair. Okay. Yeah. Describe the imagery. 
kind of her outfit with the uh, with the yellow tr- upside triangle. Oh, so it's like you're dressing up like her. A little bit, yes. Okay. But it is a tank top and underwear, Okay, basically. Okay. Oh, man. I'm going to say, and it's never been opened? Never been you opened. Sure, promise me. There's no stains. There's no DNA evidence that I'm later going to be, that's going to be traced to me for a crime. As far as eBay's disclosing, no. Okay. Those those files are sealed. Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to say $25. Interesting. Listen, buddy, you can get one of these, if you're a grown man and perverted, for $119.99. How much if I'm not perverted? $119.99. Okay, yeah. <laughs> or $200 if you're not stupid. <laughs> uh, what else you got, buddy? All right, man, That's next a great find. on this wonderful webbed road, we're going to go down here, is a 1977... Spider Woman metal ring. Kind of show you here. It's got a it's got a gold band, and it looks just like a you know like the comic book um, top to it. You know, is it kind of design there? Oh, okay, okay. First, you see, oh, you, you I get, thought it was an optical illusion. I was seeing no, of something. Okay, no. I, it makes sense now. It's got a little circle at the top, like yeah. where you would put a, a jewel, but the only jewel is Jessica Drew. Oh, yeah, ooh, hey, yeah, that dusky jewel. <laughs> um, okay, cool. I wonder if that came in a cereal box or something. Right? Yeah, it doesn't really disclose here. There should have been like a whistle inside of. It that you can right. blow into. Um, I would probably use it to uh, propose to a woman that looks like Jessica Drew. I'd be like, "Will you be my Jessica Drew?" She's like, "No." Uh, Who are you? <laughs> You're just at the McDonald's. Just... Every every brunette woman that walks by, do you, you want to be Jessica Drew? Want to be Jessica Drew? It's like, get away, dude. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna guess it's not in a package of any kind, is it? No. Does it not even like a Zales like opening of the. Like a ring container? No, this is a very um, LM rating, loose morals. Loose good, morals sir. rating. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm going to say $10. Wow. Will? Yeah. We got a close one here, buddy. What's up? $10.99. Hell, man, that's as good as I can do. I think so. Yeah. I'm not sure if you've if you've beaten that before. I think this might be. Oh, but you know the what? Pinnacle here. What? They actually meant eleven dollars, and they were just fucking idiots. Oh, oh no. no, guys, let's. This is a message to all our eBayers out there. <laughs> You're not fooling me. <laughs> You're not getting one over on me. I'm man. not a sheeple, man. The the blinds have been taken off. I see what you're up to. Oh man, ninety nine cents my ass. I love. Well, that's it. a good job on my part. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, right. Yeah. Let's, let's move on down the road here. Okay. And I want to I want to note that uh the toy stuff for a Spider Woman mm-hmm. very limited. Well, just she, just like your uh your other knowledge there, man. They very probably limited. only made. I mean, I would imagine most uh, anything that has to do with her was made in the late nineties or two thousands on because yeah. that's when she started becoming featured prominently in the comic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, man. So next up is going to be a two thousand six. A Spider Woman uh, Marvel toy. Oh, so I'm right. What? I was saying that for like, you know, more of them from the 2000s on. Correct. Yes. Yes. That's why I want you to state it. Can you, can you say that I'm right? Will, you're always right. Thank you. Why are you attacking me right now? I don't want an attack. I want you to support me. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy bastard. So what do we have here, man? So 2006 and she's, she's wearing, uh, it's like. Talk slow. It's just <laughs> what are you doing right now? It's just like the uh, the Jessica Drew outfit, you know, the red with the yellow. Yeah, but re- re- reverse the colors for uh, black and white. It's just like a black and white outfit that she's wearing. That's probably a different Spider Woman, actually. You sure? Yeah. Well, let me let me see a picture of it, and I'll I can give you even more stupid comic knowledge if you want. Yeah. I don't know if you can see it from there. Yes, that is the Julia Carpenter 
Spider Woman. Spider Woman and Spider Girl oh are names that have been used over and over and over again. It's so generic, I guess. They yeah, have- that's the second Spider Woman. She was introduced in later in the eighties. Um, I won't get into her whole story, but yeah, it's actually a different <laughs> Spider Woman. And her costume is based off of the Black Spider Man costume, which was later turned into Venom, the bad guy Venom. Makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> All right, F all that. Any, yeah. any yeah, guess yeah, yeah, on yeah. what this random spider chick's toy would be? <laughs> a spider woman. Good lord, um, I suck at this. Oh, no, dude, you did fine. You did fine. Um, and she's in the package. Next week, it's like this random this random bum's <laughs> toy corner. Yeah. Um, in the package? In the package. In the package. PP rating, good sir. Okay, uh, let's say 20, 20 bucks. Well, if you multiply that times 10, you might have it. This is $224.66, good sir. I mean, I like her costume. point, right. I like her costume, but damn, like, I don't know, she's not worth that much. 2006? I guess that was 12 years ago, but still. Yeah, right. All right, sorry, Julia Carpenter. Yeah, no doubt, man. All right, uh, next up, buddy, you know I always like dancing on a little cosplay, because I'm weird like that. You like to dance in cosplay. Yeah, in in cosplay. On Saturdays. Wearing a cosplay. um, Coming to the stage now, Travis in a Spider-Woman costume. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I I like to go to Etsy for these, because they have the cosplay. It's the cosplay central, baby. The cosplayingest bunch of people. Yeah, right. Um, So, yeah, so a Spider-Woman costume, and I'm going to go ahead and blow this up for you here and show you. It's pretty... It's pretty on point. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how much for the girl that comes with it? <laughs> oh, hey, get out of here, creep. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is a mannequin, so probably... Uh, she pro- could probably purchase her. Reasonable price, yeah. Creep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Etsy, uh, this is handmade, and if you want to see more pictures, you can email her. Not the actual... Not the, not the not mannequin. The, mannequin, the but... mannequin's not the one that created the costume. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. Well, that looked pretty good. I yeah. mean, I don't see... I can't fe- see fine stitching from uh, the 20 feet away that I am from you on your okay. phone, but... Yeah. Um, bah, 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 and it's what's it made out of? Uh, Lycra. The description, real sparse, real sparse, man. So nothing there. So probably like human flesh. They don't want to admit it. Correct. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's gonna be a good fit. That's a fine leather. Right. So that is okay. So human black, flesh w- made from black widow silk. Oh damn! Someone had to die for that. Yeah. She she was being bit as she was making the thing. <laughs> Her family, oh God, her family's gonna have to pay for the funeral with the proceeds from the costume. Good Lord. Hey! <laughs> oh, cartoons. Death is so funny. Go ahead. All right. So I'm gonna say, man, this is where we always, like, this is where I usually get pretty angry is with the cosplay stuff. So yeah. I'm gonna say $300. <sighs> wow. You know what? You you did pretty reasonable, man. You didn't go as high as Gambit and you didn't go as low as uh, Garfield. Uh huh. But this is gonna be $570. Okay. Good, sir. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Not and bad. you didn't call me a name? You're- and so <laughs> you're learning. Yeah. You're learning, man. And because of your 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 training is working. Yeah. If you call me bad names every time I get it wrong, I get better. <laughs> All right, man. Uh last but not least, um, I just found this cute little personalized stuffed spider. So has, cute. has nothing to do at all with Spider Woman. Um, how much for that? <laughs> it's it's a pink you, little did stuffy. You, did you decide on this after toy. my reaction to Spider Man coming with spiders as action figures? <laughs> None of these people hang out with spiders. They yeah. have no information, yeah, right. no no connection to spiders aside from their origins. I okay. mainly grabbed it because I, I thought it'd be. I thought that's funny. Like someone someone out there makes a spider plush. Let uh, me see the guy again. Toy here. <laughs> and it's weird because if you you to make a spider cuter, you should probably get rid of the extra eyes because right. that's very still creepy yeah, to me. Yeah. Um, Doesn't have all all um, uh, eight how, right. How big is it? Doesn't really. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, this plush is three inches tall and four and a half. Inches oh, wide. That's really small. Five bucks. Interesting. You said that because 
It's 2387. Could I have said anything that wasn't interesting to you? Not at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you suck at life. And that's all I got for my Thanks, toy. Thanks, buddy. Man, a spider sense filled. <laughs> a thrill for the spider senses. Oh, yeah, one I got all. a plunger. How much for this plunger? Yes. A spider was found on top of it. <laughs> wow. Thank you, as always, for your spider duty. Yeah, no problem. Doing man. your spider duty, buddy. <laughs> All right, well, that wraps it up for this edition of Days Past Tooncast. Uh, Spider-Woman, Dracula's Revenge. We got to come back and visit Jessica Drew at least one more time. Um, Her uh, A couple more times, yeah, probably. Probably 16 times, because that's yeah. all she gives us the opportunity to do. March Marvel Madness rolls on. Um, and next week, we're going to be watching X-Men. The Grand Finale. finale. We're actually going to have a little bonus episode for you guys, I believe, between now and then. But the real, the meat of this is that our good buddy, the grand finale with Moriali. That's right, man. <laughs> Hell, that I might be the. That might be. It. I didn't even think of it. That's yeah. great. That might be the name of the episode. I don't know, but I love it. Mimo Moriali, good pal of the show, mm-hmm. is going to be joining us once again My here replacement in the DPTC studios. Up. I've got so many lined up. You have no idea. <laughs> the DPTC studios. He'll be here live in the studio again. We're going to be watching X Men but not the X-Men that you grew up with. Mm. We're going to be watching (laughs) X-Men, the failed pilot pride of the X-Men. Oh, man. I can't wait. I can't either. It's going to be be great. great. Uh, And speaking of X-Men, you guys need to go to YouTube and check out our damn video. Please. It's X-Men Attack. If you go to YouTube and you search for Days Past Tooncast, you will find X-Men Attack, which is our mashup slash parody song Hitting the Sir Makes a Lot hit, Baby Got Back, mm-hmm. a anthem for butts, yep. I would say. It's up for a Grammy. It's got to be up for a Grammy next year. Uh, uh, that song or ours? The ours. Ours. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it's that with the 1992 X Men series theme song. We mashed them together. We put it in the oven for a few minutes. We made up some lyrics while it was cooking. When it came out, we rapped on it. Oh, baby, we had, we had a rap great party. Fun doing it too. Good and lord. We should try to release some uh, some other footage from it too if we can. That'd be great. Like we talked about. That'd yeah. be awesome. We made a video for it. This video is bonkers. You got to rip the paper off of this one and tear into it like yeah. a donut because this thing is juicy yeah, we sent, and round. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we sent this video to like four producers in, in Bulgaria and Romania. Everybody's and they, biting yeah, it. Yeah, and they just made it. They're all for it. It's really great. So guys, X-Men Attack. Go search for Days Past Tooncast on YouTube and check it out. Share it with your friends. Share it with your enemies. Share it with someone you don't know. Yeah. Hate on it. Hate we on don't it. Care. Yeah, I don't care. Just say something about it on the YouTube page. Because they're going to take it off. <laughs> guys, like we're email. really in trouble. Please don't. Send some Send like $5 a day is all it takes to keep us alive over here at Days Past Tooncast. You can also reach us on Twitter. You can follow us at DPTooncast. You can email us, dptooncast at gmail.com. And you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash dptooncast. Travis, tell me about your other podcast. Will, my other podcast is called Nature of the Beast. It's True Crime with a Twist. I do it with Brandon and Catherine, and it's really good, man. It's found everywhere that yeah. podcasts are found. Yes. Yes. It seems like, you know, a great crossover <laughs> episode would be if you guys did an episode about all the people that have been victims of bolts from Frankensteins over the years. Ooh, you know? Yeah. That'd, that'd be really be nice. good. Yeah, yeah, I like it. A little, a little monster episode. Yeah. Monster Squad. <laughs> a, little, a little monster mash oh, for man. you. I was working in the lab the right for one night. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to go back to the lab and start working again on yeah. some, uh, some X-Men tune casting for you guys for next week. In the meantime... Will, signing off from today's past TuneCast. Two to my duder. Travis, signing off. And Will, yes. do me big, big, big favor real fast. Only if you do me one. Tutor my tutor. Consider it done. Mm-hmm.
Nothing helps me spiders Turn it back down And nothing helps me 